All right, it's time for you to take a moment out for yourself this week and join me in the self-improvement room. Today, I am talking about repetitive patterns of behavior that are actually holding us back from reaching our goals and moving forward with our life. And it's not that hard to change. All right, welcome back to the self-improvement room. I'm Christy Davis. This is episode number two, and I am so grateful as always to have you joining me, to have you taking a moment out just to listen in, see if there is anything that resonates, anything that helps you move forward in your life or where you are currently at in your life, because where you're currently at doesn't mean you have to be there tomorrow or the next day or in 10 years time. All right, it's nice to just take a moment out just to talk real, no crap, no ideas of perfectionism, no smoke and mirrors, just real raw life and how we can improve and even change the shittiest parts that are no longer serving us in life. And today I want to talk about repeating patterns. And uh, this is a big one because... I think we all do it. (laughs) We all repeat these patterns in our life. They become a habit after doing it a few times. And then we we do it so often it it becomes ingrained in us and it becomes one of our values. And uh, I'm not talking about anything in particular. I'm not talking specifically about anything. But I think I mentioned last week our life is made up of repeating patterns and one of our questions that I answered last week from one of our listeners uh, was was about that and it was about these repeating thought patterns that eventually had gotten her to a place where she is today and uh, if by the way you have a question that you'd like answered on the show then I will leave the link in the show notes if you are listening on your favorite podcast app or in the description if you're watching on YouTube. So you can send in any question you've got about about your life, about where you're at, about, yeah, just in general. And uh, I will do my very best to give you some solid, solid advice from my own experience. I'm not a professional, but uh, but I've done a little bit of work around this stuff. In fact, I've lived and breathed it for the last eight years every single day. So if you want to do that, I will leave the link here for you. Uh, but as I said, we're talking about those repetitive patterns that we just seem to be unable to break. And I think half the time you don't even realize that you are actually set in these habits or these patterns. And uh, I've found myself, you know, for 30 years making the same mistakes over and over again, struggling with the same repetitive issues and just feeling like I was never going to achieve anything in life. I mean, right down to, you know, I'm going to change this week. I'm going to keep my bedroom tidy or I'm going to keep the house tidy. And it would work for a few days and then I'd be back to that old old pattern, that old pattern of behavior. And it kind of just felt like this round and round circle over and over again and couldn't get off this um, this merry-go-round. And I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. And it's those patterns that stop us from not only achieving our goals or the things that we want in life, not only you know changing and transforming, but I think sometimes we don't even 
realize that that's what is holding us holding us back and keeping us from the life that we want uh it's frustrating when you do realize because it's like you're just heading back into the boxing ring knowing you're going to get beat up but you still step inside because you don't know any other way forward it kind of feels like uh when I was playing in my bands and we hadn't rehearsed enough and we had to go back on for the second set and it felt like we were just going to, you know, we were getting ready just to be punched back in the face because none of us knew our stuff. That's kind of how, um, how life was playing out for me as well. So I'm sure you can at some point in your life appreciate what that feels like. But there is another way forward there are many other way forward um there are many other ways to move forward and uh you're not powerless as to changing those things and that's what I always thought I was I thought you know life is what it is you wake up and that's it um you live the day out that unfolds rather than unfolding it yourself so I do know that it feels powerless And I do know that it's demoralizing to think that you can't change your own life, but it's very empowering, very empowering when you realize that actually I do. Um, I do have the capacity to change my life. Not only do you have the capacity to change your life, but you're actually the only one that can. You can't change anybody else's life. And that's a lesson. Actually, that's a whole other episode (laughs) that we will get into down the track. But you have control over one person in your life, and that is you. Now, after studying and researching and reading everything I could get my hands on, I realized that self-awareness was the one thing that was missing for me. And I think that's missing for a lot of people. We don't take the time out to go, where are you in your life? What patterns or what habits have you built that are contributing to either your life positively or negatively which ones are holding you back and it wasn't until I really broke down my life and dissected every section until I realized you know what was going on in my life and where I could change those things and that was about self-awareness was I aware that sometimes I had a superiority complex uh, probably a lot of the time Was I aware that I was just standing in my own way? Was I aware that I had a scarcity mindset where I thought that nothing was there for me and everything was there for everyone else? Was I aware that all of my energy was going on how to get other people to do things to make me feel better? Uh, No, I wasn't aware of that. I became aware of that and changing it was a whole other story. (laughs) But over time those changes were implemented and I became a completely different person, like completely 180 degree different person. And it was from that self-awareness. And what I realized was self-awareness is kind of like playing a video game. The aim is to get to know your character, what your character is thinking, how they are behaving and what they're feeling. So once you master that, you can move through the levels of the game with enough awareness to succeed and win the game. That's my analogy for you, even though I'm not a gamer myself. Everybody else in my house is. So when you can figure out, you know, what your character is thinking and why they're behaving the way they are and why they're feeling like they are, 
that's when you can make real change. That's when you can move up through the levels of life. So you need to know where you're at and how you feel and what is driving you, what your values are. So by learning to become self-aware, you can learn to identify what triggers your emotions, how your beliefs and values shape your life experiences, and you can really start to break those patterns down and peel back those layers and slowly start changing who you are in the moment and start moving towards who you want to be. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, you don't have to be who you are today, tomorrow. The past is gone. The past doesn't matter. You can't change who you are. I can't change who I am. All I can do is extract the value that my past has given me and move forward with those new lessons. But I don't have to be who I was yesterday. I don't have to be who I am right now. I can make those changes and I did make those changes and you can make those changes too. Now, if you're happy with the person you are, but shit's just not happening right for you in your life, then you still need to be aware of what energy and what vibration you're putting out there to be attracting the wrong stuff back to you. Now, again, your mood and how you feel and what you put out there is absolutely what will come back to you. And it doesn't matter how you believe it will come back to you. It just will. People believe in karma. People believe in bad luck. People believe in good luck. But they don't ever consider that maybe what I'm putting out there is what I'm bringing back to me. You're like a magnet. So as you start to peel back those layers and slowly start to change who you are, you can become who you want to be. So let's use uh, weight loss as an example. So if you're trying to lose weight, but you keep sabotaging your progress by indulging in junk food and skipping workouts, which was me, by the way, I had to learn to look at why I was doing that. You know, why am I sabotaging myself all of the time? I'm going so well, I'm eating well, I'm exercising, and then I'm like, oh, shit, I cannot do this anymore. And then I just shove my face full of junk food. For me, I learned by having that self-awareness that I was just looking for a dopamine hit. Now, without that self-awareness, I used to beat myself up and feel like I couldn't change. I'm like, why do I keep doing this? Why can I not change? Why can't I just eat well? Why can't I just exercise? But it was because my brain was craving this dopamine. Now, when I figured that out, I was that I was using food um, for my ADHD brain to access dopamine, I was able to create different strategies. So in the end, that resulted in a nine and a half kilo weight loss because I was no longer eating to the point I was being satisfied. Rather, I was eating until I'd had enough and my body said, that's enough. So if weight loss is your goal and you're happy to eat well, but you can't be asked doing the exercise, then you need to dig into those feelings. What are the whys? You know, why don't I want to do this? Does it just seem too much? And once you're self-aware of that, you can put those strategies in place where you might start by just putting your shoes on in the morning and walking to the mailbox. That might be an easy thing for you to accept. Whereas going for a five kilometer jog, not so much. So you start small, gradually build up. You can put strategies in place. There are always strategies that you can put in place, systems that you can put in place to help you 
obtain your goals. You don't have to do everything straight away. Breaking things down or chunking, they like to call it, is the easiest way for you to move forward. But again, without self-awareness, you can't do any of that because you don't know why you feel the way you do. You don't know why you've got these habits. You don't know why you can't be asked putting shoes on and going for a five-kilometer jog. Dig deeper and you'll start to find the reasons. Another great example is anxiety. Now, I think a large majority of the population actually have experienced anxiety on some level at some point. Now, you might find yourself constantly worrying. You might feel embarrassed and I'd go as far as feeling maybe ashamed, like there's something fundamentally wrong with you. Anxiety is a real bitch and I'm seeing it in children as young as four at my music school. I'm seeing this anxiety start at such a young age and then it just stays and it builds. And our new generation with electronics especially is this whole anxiety-ridden society. And that just makes it worse for everyone because we're all feeding off this anxiety and this energy of anxiety. We are our worst. We are our own worst critics. Now, when I say that we're our own worst critics, what we start to do is listen to everyone else's opinions of us, which significantly impacts your mental health. But self-awareness, again, can just help us recognize the humanity and the imperfection in ourselves and others. So you can start to really recognize anxiety for what it is. And that is as simple as a common and natural response to stress. And I think you can safely say that most of the world is stressed these days. But again, without that self-awareness of going, you know what, what's stressing me out? Why am I feeling stressed? What is this stress doing to me? What is it causing? Ah, that's probably triggering, triggering my anxiety. Without that awareness, you can't do anything about it. And this was the consistent pattern within my life. I'm like, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel stressed? I feel stressed because I know I'm not getting anywhere. I feel stressed and anxious because I'm not doing the things that I feel like I have to do. I'm not living up to the expectations of society. Again, it was about becoming self-aware enough to understand that I tread my own path. I don't need to listen to what other people say or what they expect of me. It's about me fulfilling my life and being the best version of myself. So just to wrap up today, if you ever feel like you are stuck in the cycle of repeating patterns and you feel like you're unable to make change and have it stick, then self-awareness is the key to breaking down those patterns. Just taking out just an hour just to check in with yourself like you are doing now listening to this, this podcast or watching this YouTube video. Just take a moment to go, okay, yeah, where am I at? How am I feeling? I do a check-in with myself every single morning and every single night. And sometimes by the night time, it is not as good as it was in the morning. 
And sometimes I'm still pissed off from the night before, so my morning check-in isn't very good. It's not perfect every day. I'm not aiming for perfect. I'm just aiming for better. You do not need to be perfect. You do not need to show up and be there for every single person in the world. You need to show up and be there for yourself. And to do that, you need to take the time out for yourself so you can apply these tools. So you can sit down and go, okay, where am I at? What can I change? I suggest you have a go at that this week, even if it's just on a piece of paper. You don't need to have a journal. You don't need to do anything fancy. Just sit down and go, okay, what is the main recurring or what are the main recurring patterns or thoughts that I'm having that is holding me back from doing the things that I want? So if you're going for a job or you're wanting to look for a new job, but you are worried that mm, you might not have the skills or you don't want to write the you don't want to write your cover letter for the resume because you just don't think that you're good enough. So you just hold back and hold back and hold back and stay in a job that you're unhappy in. Or worse, stay having no job and, and no employment. And by generating those feelings over and over again, you're digging this hole deeper and deeper. So this week, take a moment out, whatever that is, that you are having those, whatever that repetitive thought is that you're having that is holding you back try to figure it or them out and start listening to the thoughts that you have around that and start thinking about how you can change those every week i'm going to bring you a new episode with new content with new tricks and tips although there are no shortcuts i've got to say that uh, as a disclosure but tips and tricks and everything that I've learned to change my life. And still to this day, I've been open about my ADHD diagnosis. Whether you believe in ADHD or you don't, either way, there's something going on with the executive function in my brain. And I hear, you know, on a recurring basis how much of a detriment ADHD plays in people's lives. And I'm lucky to be able to see from both sides because it used to be incredibly detrimental in, in my life, even though I wasn't aware I had it. I can see what it did for me. Uh, but now that I've put in the work, I'm self-aware, I've got the education, I've built the habits and I've changed my mindset and my life perspective my whole perspective on ADHD has changed. My whole perspective on my brain has changed. When I say, you know, ADHD is my superpower, people get frustrated with that. And while I can understand that, everything comes down to self-awareness and perspective. And my awareness is that, yep, untreated and just left to its own devices, ADHD is going to kick my ass every single day of the week. But outside of that, when I'm the one in charge, when I'm the one that drives my brain, it's my weapon. So yeah, again, it comes down to self-awareness and even perspective. All right. So this week we had a question come in. Actually, we've had two questions come in and don't forget you can send your questions in. You can ask anything about 
your life, your feelings, what kinds of changes you want to make in life, how do you do how do you do that? How do you make that change? How do you uh, stop that feeling? How do you bring on a new thought pattern? Anything you want. Send in your questions and I will do my best to answer them, just knowing that I am not a medical professional. And before you implement any significant changes, you should definitely, uh, you should definitely seek more professional advice. But this here is just from my personal experience, my personal education and my personal brain so I'm happy to I'm happy to answer these questions and give you the best that I can all right so question number one we had anonymous uh, I'm keeping all of these anonymous just to keep identity safe so you can listen in you'll know if it's your question you send it in and uh, nobody else has to know so this question is no matter how hard I try I start a new routine like keeping the house tidy and within a few weeks it's back to a terrible mess and I don't know how to change it. It's funny because we mentioned that in this episode and uh, firstly (laughs) being self-aware which you've got covered here you're like okay I don't know I don't know why I know my house is going back to being untidy. We do need to figure out the why. Why is there no why is there not enough value on keeping your house tidy? So that's, that's where we start. You're not putting enough value on keeping your house tidy. So developing habits can actually take a little while. Well, actually, they say it takes 2.6 seconds, I think, to change a habit, but takes the same amount of time to change back. So it's about consistently building this habit. Now, it's easy to develop a habit like eating chocolate because we place so much value on the pleasure that we receive from eating chocolate. So my suggestion is to, instead of thinking I need to tidy the house, while you're trying to build that habit, focus on the end result. So why do you want a tidy house? What feeling does that give you? So for me, I hate cleaning the bathroom. I get stuck with the bathrooms. My husband does the rest of the house. I am lucky there. But he's like, I'm not doing the bathroom. I'm like, Okay, so here I am. Like, how am I going to find value in cleaning the toilet? Like, it's gross, right? So I have to not think about cleaning the toilet. I have to think about the fact that that gross toilet is just going to be nice and clean and the whole bathroom is just going to be a beautiful experience by the time I'm done cleaning. It's going to have that nice, fresh, clean smell and look about it. And for me, that gives me the feeling of comfort Uh, and the feeling of pride. So focus on the end result. That will help you look at tidying your house from a different perspective and it will hopefully allow you to place value on the experience of a tidy home rather than the experience of cleaning. So again, it's all about building habits and finding the value. All right, I hope that is helpful. And the second question that I had is... I'm not feeling very happy at this point in my life and I'm just wanting to know if there is a quick way to move on past these feelings. Okay, Uh, firstly, I'm sorry to hear that you are feeling that way and while you are feeling this way and having that consistent thought of that feeling, That's what you're going to generate more of. 
So my suggestion is, and as difficult as this is, you have to remember what you want to feel. So if you're not feeling great within yourself and within life at the moment, I would suggest thinking about times where you did feel great and start to conjure up those feelings and emotions. And we call this an anchor. So I have an anchor of, I won a business award, which was something that it was an Australian business award. It was something that I really, really wanted um, for years. Just, I don't know why, <laughs> but it was my goal. And, uh, and I was lucky enough to take my husband and my sister who works at my music school uh, and her partner for this amazing night. And every time I think about being called up to win that award, even now, like I, I get choked up because it's just such a, a monumental thing for me and such an achievement. So every time I'm feeling like things aren't great or things aren't going the way I want, I've thought about that amazing feeling so many times that it's my anchor and I can go back there straight away in my mind, think about it and get those feelings. And I consistently do that until I start to feel or reach for, for a better feeling. It doesn't have to be a great feeling. You're not going to go from where you're at to feeling happy and positive and my life is amazing. That's, that's too much of an ask. And if anybody says you should just be happy or you should just be positive, then just know that your journey is your own journey and all you need to do is reach for the next best feeling. So if you're feeling despair, then maybe anger is your next best feeling. Maybe feeling angry at somebody for something is a better feeling for you. So if you become, if you go from despair to anger, then you're actually moving up that emotional scale. You're starting to feel better. And then from there, your next one might be optimistic. Okay, well, maybe things aren't so bad. But I suggest you start with your anchor. Start thinking about one time that, was, that you've had in your life that made you feel really great and really happy. Pick that emotion up. Pick that feeling up and really, really sit in that emotion for as long as you can and then keep pulling on that emotion until you start to feel better. And I really hope that you do and I'm sure that you soon will and I wish you all the best right back into us and let us know how you're feeling in a few months time after you've used that anchor and start to uh, move forward with those more positive feelings, more optimistic feelings. So if you have a question, you can send it in and I'll do my very best to answer your question. All right. Until next week, live every day with intention, live every day knowing that you're creating your future. You are the one in charge. You are the one in control. Thanks for joining me in the self-improvement room. I love our little space and uh, I hope to see you because I will be here. I will be here every Thursday, but I will see you and I'll talk to you in the self-improvement room next week.